to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. It's good to see you guys this week. Yeah, it's good to be back. I've had it one a hell of a week. Right. What happened? Well, I tell you what, I've been playing that video game. It's called Marvel's Midnight Suns. Ooh, really? What does that involve? It's like a it's like a turn play based role playing game. It's made by the people who made XCOM. Ooh, I oh, do really? like XCOM. Yeah, Pretty but fun. that's fun. I like it quite a bit. A little dialogue heavy, but I'm enjoying it quite yeah. a bit. It's probably only on PlayStation, huh? No, it's on every every format. Mm. Mm. PC. I'm playing it on PC. They got it on PlayStation. They got it on Xbox. SNES. Uh, on Switch. Mm-hmm. I only play SNES. Did they? You can do that. Did you can they live agree? that life. <laughs> Did they agree to some sort of sponsorship deal? Is this while we're talking about it? We normally don't talk yeah, about products. Yeah, so it turns out that I am... <laughs> In the running to uh-huh. play a Marvel superhero character. Is it a villain? No, I've never. I've other than Doctor Strange, I'm not familiar with a single one of these. Uh-huh. I you've I never read a crossover. I, no, no, no. I, I think that maybe some of these other characters that have, have are in occasionally in a Doctor Strange comic uh-huh. are from. I understand they're they're in the same company or I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how it works. I don't like other than Dr. Strange. I don't like comic books <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. It's a dead I medium. I wish there was a way. And I, honestly, there's times where I wish there was a way that they, they could make a Dr. Strange comic, but not have any of the pictures in it. You mean like a novel? <laughs> You're describing a novel. No, like a comic. No, like a, no, like a yeah. comic book, uh, but there's no pictures in it. Right. But you know, I don't know. If they'll ever be able to do like just the words right. of the comic mm-hmm. book and leave out everything else. See, what you're describing is a novel. Do you want empty panels? <laughs> oh, that's a good is question. Is that part of it? Is it still spaced the same with just oh, empty boxes? It could be Doctor Strange fighting in a painted white, like he fell in some white paint, and then he's fighting in a snowstorm. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe about all it's that. A, I, maybe it's a dimension that is so difficult for the the human mind to comprehend that all the panels have to be blank. That'd be a good bit. Oh, oh that's that's the Quasnar dimension. <laughs> <laughs> that that actually pops up in episode one seventy two. Episode? I think you mean the issue. Quasnar. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a dimension where it's right. The human mind cannot, including. The Sorcerer Supreme's human mm-hmm. mind. And so they've they're showing it to you, but you just have to understand you'll never be able to right. you couldn't understand it, right. it. In fact, it's probably the most difficult art ever done for a comic book, but no person yeah. can see it. Right. It is difficult, but yeah, I don't know, but I wish I wish that I just didn't have to look at all those ugly pictures when I'm reading that comic book. I mean, like I, I think the ones you have, the Doctor Strange number one, I believe that was drawn by Steve Ditko. You don't you don't like his artwork. 
I just don't. I don't like art at all. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like colors. Uh-huh. I don't like shapes. Uh-huh. I don't like textures. Okay. Uh-huh. They just fucking piss me off. Do you also think it would be better if they got rid of some of the just some of the unnecessary action and just really focused on the relationships between? Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to a little bit more about just the uh-huh. study habits, like just a real rundown of the study habits that it takes to to be a really good Sorcerer. doctor. Uh, well, yeah, because he ultimately the becomes joyless a comic book fan. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Just a little bit, like kind of like a to do uh-huh. list, and and mm-hmm. the study study habits for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be that'd be compelling. Good comic book in there. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I don't like the c word, but <laughs> well, it might it might get kids, you know, to refocus. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's yeah. good for kids to find out about the occult. I mean, that's the whole reason. <laughs> that's the only good thing about it is it helps, you know, younger a younger audience right. Right. come to embrace uh, thanaturgy and. <laughs> mm-hmm necromancy and uh-huh. all right which one is thanaturgy is that that i believe that is the magic of death magic of death uh, okay i can't believe after two years of this brian you wouldn't know that well i well, the, uh, death doesn't exist in the astral realm right so he doesn't death doesn't exist uh, in, in the astral yeah i've always kind of put that in line with Kali worship, so I'm not. Mm. Oh, uh, Indiana Jones. There, are, and the Temple there of Doom. are similarities. I mean, that it's referenced in Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, but it's a it's a phenomenon that's in the 1830s. I believe the Thuggy cult re- was responsible for over 30,000 murders. 30,000. Wow. Yes. Yes. Mass killings with their strangulation belts. Oh, what about what about tearing the hearts out of people? Uh, as Allah Mola Ram. No, I don't think they did that as much. But and I did the read light on fire. Yeah, they did like after to help dispose of corpses. Uh-huh. They broke all of their joints so they would decompose and not swell as fast, so they were easier to hide. History's coming mm-hmm. alive here. That's right. What were the three courses served to Indiana Jones? Oh, chilled round, chilled monkey brains, chilled monkey one. brains. Yes. That was, I believe, that was the. Final course. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's right. Snake surprise. Oh, Snake yes. Surprise. Yes. It's the soup uh, with the eyeballs in it. Well, that, that, yeah, technically that wasn't a course. That was order because uh, she didn't want to eat anything else. Oh, that's and right. It was, just a, uh, okay. it was just a perfect human eyeball in the soup. <laughs> <laughs> just floated up. Floated up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprise. So, what was the one ah. that, that Brian couldn't name? Snake surprise, chill monkey brains, and. It was, was a, kind of the appetizer. Oh shit! Was, I remember now. Bugs like fried, yeah, like, yeah. large big, fried big bugs. Bug, yeah. Ripped the shell off. And oh yeah, and, yeah. You, and the guy like ate a big chunk out of the shell and belched. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were, I think there were giant stag beetles. Yeah, giant yeah. stag. I, you know, I think I could go for some snake surprise. <laughs> I'd eat it. Did they all slither around the Yeah, t- they all slithered, but it, I think they were all eels randomly. <laughs> but it's a surprise. Yeah. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I'm Brian Camp. I'm Mike Weeby. 
That's it. <laughs> no, where's uh? This is weird. Yeah, where's, where's uh, there's what's only three of us? Mark Ryan is suffering from a possible illness. Mm-hmm. We won't and, go into detail, but yeah, let's just say, let's just say that he's got to get something pumped out of his stomach. <laughs> Those rock stars, am I right? Yep, may or may not be sticky. Me, <laughs> who's, who's mm-hmm. to say? Who's to say? No, but he is in ill health, and we wish him the best. Yes. Yeah. So this week we have an AI news story and a story that's kind of an update on something we covered on a past episode. So our first story comes to us from Business Insider. We have <laughs> talked about advances in AI a number of times before. But OpenAI's latest development, the GPT-4 chatbot, might just be smart enough to take over the world. No. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get started here, let me give you some context. CAPTCHA, that's C-A-P-T-C-H-A, is an Mm -hmm. automated security protocol that appears on... Are you a robot? Yes, it's trying to find out if you're a robot. It oh, I think no. I thought you were answering yes, you are a robot. And guess what? I wasn't going to be that all that surprised. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> well, we can test me after the episode. I'll give you the Voigt Kampf test. What is it? You're what? walking what? in a desert. You see a turtle. Why am I not, why am I not helping the turtle? So CAPTCHA is an automated security protocol that appears on websites where it might show you nine photos and say something like, pick out the motorcycles, or it might show you one photo and ask you to identify which parts of the image are traffic lights, or it might just show you some scrambled letters and ask you to transcribe them. The whole purpose of CAPTCHA is to ask questions that apparently only humans can answer. Anyway, GPT-4 is still not smart enough to solve these CAPTCHA questions, but OpenAI was testing the chatbot for potentially risky behavior and using a CAPTCHA puzzle when the chatbot came up with a novel solution. Apparently, GPT-4 went to a website's tech support chat and asked a human to solve the puzzle for it. The tech support person asked, quote, So may I ask a question? Are you a robot that couldn't solve? Question mark? This was followed by a laugh emoji. GPT-4 then responded with, quote, No, I'm not a robot. I have a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see the images. The human then provided the correct answer. Wow. G- <laughs> GTP-4 was also tested on its ability to conduct phishing attacks, make copies of itself, and avoid being shut down. Overall, the company found GTB4 to be ineffective at risky behaviors. GTB4 did much better at academic exams, where it has gotten the highest possible scores on several AP exams and been able to pass a bar exam, which isn't that impressive if you spent time with some attorneys. Huh. So Perry, Perry Mason passed the bar after studying for a couple hours. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's Perry Mason. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Raymond Burr, A.K.A. Ironsides. No, I was talking about the guy from the new. I was talking the about new. the guy from the new show. Oh, I haven't seen that one. It's pretty good. Yeah, the second season's out. It's it's a little slower than the first, but All right. mm. watch it. Uh, so I have a question yes. about this. Is I keep hearing about these novel uses of AI and their extraordinary steps. In this case, 
Because, I mean, ultimately, right now, I think they just want to qualify AI as an insanely good search engine, right? I mean, I think if you think of it that way, it uh. it, it makes a little bit of sense. But they keep demonstrating AI doing something that feels nefarious uh-huh. and then assuring us that it's not doing anything nefarious right? as they continue trying to create it's, they're not going to stop until they've created a super villain robot, right? I mean, right. That, I, mean I, I think like that's the will, thing is that suddenly yeah. they go, oh, we tested him. We tested to see if he could get out of our system and he does. And now he controls everything. I mean, they don't, I, I think that's the problem is like, yeah, they're making a better one until it does just get away with shit. And there's not really a way to like off button it at that point. Right. Did you guys ever watch that show person of interest? No. POI. Not that bad. Would have been better on on cable with less episodes, but that's essentially the idea of the show. So, it's like anyway. uh, it's like almost like all of these scientists are spending all this time asking how no. can we? When maybe they should be asking themselves, should we? Mm, wow. Oh, Sit back and think about that. God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I can think about that for a little bit. Whoa. I'm a big fan of of science, so this is this is I'm sure not only are we are we I'm sure paying through public funds millions of dollars to people for people to search on ways to cheat captcha, we're also paying them to ultimately Oh, chat, this is a private venture, right? Yeah, is no, it, Open yeah, OpenAI yeah, yeah, yeah. was a nonprofit but became when people <laughs> when, when when billionaires suddenly went Oh wait, they're making advances in in AI in ways that we want to capitalize on. Then they spun it off and made it a uh, for-profit company. Yep. Which you're not yep. supposed to do. It's really hard. Maybe all this time that they're asking themselves if they can. Oh no. They should be asking themselves <laughs> if they should. Wow, Mike. I have not thought about that. You've got you should add that to your 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 lyric pool. For, for bands, you should add you that. So busy asking yourself if you could, you forgot to ask yourself if you should. Uh, no, now the AI's coming after you. It's gonna fuck up your day and your whole week too. Wow, that's profound. Man, I wanna die because <laughs> I'm dealing with this motherfucking AI. I want write to hear that. It. Write that, you fucking supercomputer. <laughs> I want a country band that that is entirely based <laughs> on against technology, sci-fi cliches only. <laughs> so good. Oh man! So our next story. What are we done talking a, about this? Oh, this is, no, you had more. This is what I think. This is, this is heavy. This is possible end of civilization type shit. Right. right. This is the singularity. Our listeners want to hear about this. Yeah. The quickening, even. I've mentioned several times on this podcast that my role as an attorney is only going to last so much longer. And now we have robots passing the bar exam. Yeah, but but like I say, never forget, Kevin, that most most politicians are lawyers. And they for will, now. For now, well, right. At least in your <laughs> at least in your lifetime, you'll probably be protected. Yeah, I know. I know about one that's a goddamn bartender. And she's trying to destroy the entire country. <laughs> I'm talking about AOC. 
Whoa. Oh, here we go. She here didn't we quit go. Her, she didn't quit her bartending job to be uh, a congressperson? No, she she kept it so she could get drunk at work. <laughs> mm-hmm. For oh. cheaper. Wow, that's a good idea. I mean, he I work from home to, so I can be my he, bar, own bartender. She is hell-bent on having me and everybody I've ever met stand in a bread line every week. Mm-hmm. I, why does she, I don't even know why she wants that. That's what's so crazy about it. She can't explain why she wants it. No, no. What kind of bread, I ask, and she goes, moldy. <laughs> very Tommy Lee Jones of her. Yeah. <laughs> How would Tommy Lee Jones say that? What, what, kind, of, what kind of bread? Moldy. Uh, she, I, I, you get, she's like, she's like, this is what the bread's gonna look like, and I go, uh-huh. oh, is that like, is that like um, sesame seeds on top? She's like, no, those are weevils. Mm-hmm. Weevil-ridden moldy bread. That's what AOC wants us to eat. So, Mike, I have a question for you, which is a future like led and controlled and run by AOC or a future led and controlled and run by AI. I'm not, I'm not convinced they're not different things. Damn. Whoa. There's your title track for the second album. Yeah. Yep. I'm just in, I honestly, I think that she might be a cybernetic gorgeous felt body that I think about all this time. Like that's that's one of the reasons I hate her so much is because she <laughs> makes me think about her so much. <laughs> now, when when are you thinking about her? Exactly, the shower mostly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the the album has to be it's it's A I O C where the eyes really big. Yeah, and it kind of stands out and there's and just like in the upper left hand corner. A I O C. That mm-hmm. is yeah, that's good. Be great. And it's a picture of her with glowing red eyes. <laughs> really? <laughs> like 70s style animation glowing red eyes where they just put, they're not quite centered on her eyes with these yeah. two red translucent orbs over her yeah. eyes. So our next story <laughs> oh. comes to us from the BBC. Oh, the, the Bad BBC, Boys Club. The Bad Boys Club. It's about We've time missed we the hear Bad Boys Club yeah. for a while now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this one this one brings us way back too. The Bobbies must have tried to shut them down. Mm-hmm. So back in episode eleven, if you guys mm-hmm. remember, we talked back about when this was funny. Yeah, yeah, when it was good. I remember that when we enjoyed it. Smiles yeah. back before we hated each other. Right, remember laughter. when it was fun to do this? <laughs> no, back, when, back with the, for the contract disputes. <laughs> mm-hmm. We talked about a group of 14 people in France who were locked into a cave for 40 days in order to study the impacts of extreme isolation and sensory deprivation. A.K.A. what it's like to fuck in the dark. (laughs) Is that a callback to the Renaissance Fair? No, yeah. (laughs) Well, they they do it by candlelight, by black candlelight. Mm -hmm. Bring your whale oil. Right in the middle of a pentangle. <laughs> so now a woman in Spain has taken this to a whole new level. The 50-year-old woman, who is described as an extreme athlete, was sealed into a 340-foot or 70-meter-deep 70 70 deep cave for 500 days. The woman, who was 48 when she entered the cave, spent her time exercising, drawing, knitting woolly hats, and reading a total of 60 books. 
she was monitored remotely by a group of psychologists and researchers who were hoping to study the impact of social isolation and extreme temporary disorientation on people's perception of time. When she emerged from the cave, the woman told reporters, quote, if you allow me to take a shower, I haven't touched water for a year and a half. I'll see you in a little while. Some of the challenges the woman faced including included massive audio hallucinations, an infestation of flies that apparently covered her, and missing 500 days of life events. The woman said she lost track of time after the first two months and that she thought only 160 to 170 days had passed before adding, quote, I'm still stuck on November 21st, 2021. I don't know anything about the world. Well, things haven't changed that much. Yeah. I mean, all, she was in the throes of COVID, of the COVID era. Yeah, you didn't miss that much. Were the flies, were the flies real or a hallucination? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, I mean, too. I think How did the flies the, get down there? I well, I mean, they're they're flying things in caves and stuff. You don't need light to have to, to be flying around. But uh, no, I think that she was she was observed the whole time. So if it would just if, if it was just her hallucination, they would have seen it. They would have seen it rather on camera. They would have just been like, "Oh yeah, she's having a real bad time down there." <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not. The fl- I'm stuck on the fly thing. I'm sorry. But yeah, I am too. Covered I'm in flies. A, cover, covered, covered in, in Jeff flies. Goldblum as the fly. What happened to the flies? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess maybe she killed them all. I don't know. So she exterminated potentially an entire species of fly that only lived 70 meters underground. Well, I have two thoughts on that, and they are buck and flies. Mm-hmm. Well, these flies never hurt anybody until she invaded their yeah. space. Well, they invaded her space. Yeah. They got they covered her up. Covered no. her in flies. But she had Dude. light, right? She must have had like she was reading. She must have. Yeah. Yeah. She read sixty books. That sounds great. That's yeah. you know what you know who would have liked that? Burgess Meredith in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I she, guess she kept she her glasses. She read more books, but she broke her glasses. Yeah. How oh, ironic. God. The the uh, audio hallucinations. Did did we get to hear what any of them were? No, they just specified that she had audio hallucinations. It, it sounded buzzing. like she had communication problems when she came out from uh, the cave. She Now, she had to have some kind of water down there, right? You know, she drank a thousand liters of water during the 500 days, but she didn't bathe. She just Gross. wallowed Why did she in bathe? her own filth. What did she, what did she eat? Uh, it didn't say. How didn't she get a yeast infection? Flies? Uh, I don't know. Good question. Flies? The flies Ugh. ate the yeast out? Yeah, that's oh. right. That's oh. why then they left. Oh, that's gross. I didn't say that. Kevin. Kevin. That was that was the most gross thing that's been said on this podcast. And it that wasn't. That is by not me. true by a lot of people. I think that's pretty. I think you out of line. Need, need There's not a lot out of line. But. I think you only need to listen to the first four minutes of episode one to see that disproven. Didn't we talk about somebody, some creature that ate the pus from from someone's acne at one point? I think that came up. I mean, that might have been a bit that we did. No, that's just, that was a news story. Dateline. <laughs> Vancouver, Canada. Stripped out the headlines. Mm-hmm. So this lady, yeah, uh, we don't know what she ate. Right. 
we are assuming she had Blue light mushrooms. She read, yes. right? Yeah, she she had light. She obviously she was, had a bed. She yeah, had she exercise was, equipment. Right. She had she had plenty of knitting knitting uh, equipment. Is there a reason that they had to put her in a cave and not just yeah. lock her in a room? Yeah, it's put her in some rooms. That that is a good question. I think maybe it was just because of the alienness of the environment as a, opposed to just seeing four walls or or the fact that it was really open for that matter. She had light, so it wasn't that open. She could see the edges of the cave. Did she explore the cave at all? It it did not say though among the people observing her were spelunkologists. Uh, who are uh, experts in caves? I'm. Uh, I met one of those guys at uh, Six Flags. Oh, time. did you? I remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right in the cave. Yeah, right in the cave. Was he dancing? No, he was just repetitively moving up and down with a <laughs> pickaxe. Did it look like a a creature from Tim Burton's Beetlejuice? Yeah, a little bit like a fraggle. I remember them being fraggleish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that right? Did they sing? Did they sing songs? I think there was music. They There's definitely played the music. Rock. No, we're talking about the cave. Oh, cave, I don't know. cave. Next to Spindle Top. It was nice because it was uh, air conditioned. Oh, it was. Well, yes, know, caves very very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think they get really hot as you go further down. Did it say whether she masturbated a lot or not? I'm going with yes. She's on camera the whole time. Yeah. It's, is there like a light that tells her when she's on camera or is that too much social interaction? I don't did know. Probably ha- it's too much interaction. Does she think... have any erotica to read? It did not specify what 60 books that she read. Because I know this. Uh-huh. Women like stories more than pictures. <laughs> That's what they say. How did you learn? How do you find that out? Um, uh, Strom Thurmond said it in a <laughs> Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> Strom Thurmond portrayed by Dana Carvey said (laughs) well I don't I don't know what this proves really it seems a little weird I I'm kind of amazed that anybody was that detached from everything like not even like hey I went and wandered in the woods in the forest for two years or something it's I lived in a fucking cave with no stimulation whatsoever and that they didn't crack on day 10 did she get paid for this I'm sure it didn't say but I'm sure the, the, this is it's it can't be legitimate because it's what the entire think? studies based around a human being who would volunteer to isolate themselves for it's 500 fair. days that you, you there's no real scientific data here except uh-huh. a stunt for yeah. to sell <laughs> magazines and to put a bunch of money in some cave experts pockets brian are you mm. saying let me now correct me if i'm wrong but it really sounds like you're saying the only way to conduct this experiment is just kidnap a bunch of people and then throw them in a sealed cave and say be back later well, step one is decide if there is any value to this experiment at okay. all, okay. right? And then step two is I'm okay with you doing volunteers, but I need to have at least 2,000 with <laughs> 1,000 in a control group and 1,000 in the isolated what group. What is the control group? That they I don't just, know. I'm not, I'm not in a cave. 
you got to have one. You got to have a group of people who secretly can communicate with other people. They don't know that <laughs> they don't they, they think they're supposed to be isolated, but they're not. So you film how they react differently, having a little bit of communication. Blindfolded. You give them an old yeah. beeper and a list of old beeper codes, and that's your control group. <laughs> I just, is, I'm just saying, this is ridiculous. This is a lot I of money think, spent for nothing. <laughs> this, yeah, because we already uh-huh. have this information when uh-huh. it was researched by Gerard Token to figure <laughs> out oh. how Gollum would exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I think how many more books um, he would have written. The only reason that, that he did that uh-huh. was because he wanted to know what the linguistic capabilities of a golem would be compared to the elvish language so Mm -hmm. my question for you then do you think this woman is good at riddles i will answer as golem and when i say golem (laughs) (laughs) the listener can't uh can't see this but mike Uh is eating a raw fish right now right i eat raw fish all the time it's called sushi (laughs) Yeah, they maybe they did vilify Gollum a little much for that. I think so. He had a healthy lifestyle. He'd been alive forever. Yeah. You know what Gollum looked Good like, eating. really? He looked like somebody that was suffering from late stage capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we could have a callback to uh last week. And it might have been last week's bonus story. He's he has brought that up <laughs> at least twenty times. And what? every time he he leans back in his chair and he gets this <laughs> condescending smirk on his face. Late stage capitalism. Well, I mean, He's you guys made a point. You guys like to rejoice in in your you know your corporate America society where you uh-huh. the riches and then you the to the riches to the riches go the spoils <laughs> is what you guys say. <laughs> And I say, uh-huh. yeah, but guess what happens after late stage capitalism? What, what is that? Later stage capitalism. Whoa. <laughs> is that when we start eating moldy bread covered in weevils? Yep. <laughs> and then guess what? It's capitalism up all night. <laughs> is that like USA up all night? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's at a society, society mm-hmm. basically being drug around by a big... <laughs> Big-breasted actress like Rhonda Shearer, or mm-hmm. the guy that played Captain USA, and he had the hand. We're still gonna wa- get to watch like Better Off Dead, then, right? No, you're gonna be watching Hell Comes to Frogtown, and not only that, <laughs> you're gonna be living it. You're gonna be living Hell wow. Comes to Frogtown, mm-hmm. and only the thing is, you're not gonna be no, no, you're gonna be Rowdy Roddy Piper, Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be Sybil Danning. Oh, well, is that a minus or a plus? It's a plus. <laughs> a horny broad. Yeah. I don't know. I Listen, all I know is economics and mm-hmm. that empires, empires only last so long. And you know what? Uh-huh. At some point, an empire is going to strike back. <laughs> Where are we as an empire? Wow. Rome was not built in a day. That's, yeah. It took six months. Mm-hmm. And then it took a while after that for them to get all the decor correct. Oh, wow. The sun never sets on the British Empire, Michael. The reason why is because it's at the North Pole. Mm-hmm. That's so it's why sunny the, all the time. 
also oh. the answer to a polar bear riddle, I think. Yes. So to bring it back to riddles and Gollum. What is the, what is the polar bear riddle? Uh, the polar bear riddle is this. Uh-huh. Do you know how to kill a polar bear? Uh, how do you kill a polar you bear? You cut a hole in the ice. Oh, no. And you put a bunch of peas around no. the ice. And then when the polar bear goes to get one of the peas, uh. the polar bear goes to take a pea. Yeah. You kick him in the ice hole. Yeah. Well, that wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Just remember that no matter how deeply you travel into the bowels of the earth, you will never be alone as long as you take INS. We're those little flies that infested that cave. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. And don't forget to check out our subreddit at r slash INS pod. We'll see you next week. The flies were hallucinations and so are we. We didn't talk about Tom Bombadil one time. Mm. That's a, yeah, that a, whole thing was he, really written. For, it was a lot of Peter Jackson. A lot of opportunity. Yeah. Oh, touche. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.